The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Who's in charge here anyway? You ever hear somebody ask that question? Honestly, sometimes I watch the news and look around me at the world we're living in and I think, who on earth is in charge of all this? What a mess we're in. And you see presidents and politicians and dictators and people that are supposed to be in charge and it looks like everything's coming out of control. May I remind you, our God's still on the throne, that the Lord is where He has always been. He's ruling the good and overruling the evil. He's the King of kings and the Lord of lords. And oh, by the way, someday the Bible says every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Did it ever dawn on you someday you're going to see every president, every prime minister, every potentate, every dictator on their knees at the nail-pierced feet of Jesus confessing He truly is Lord. With that in mind, listen to the words of Psalm 2. Why do the heathen rage and the people imagine a vain thing? The kings of the earth set themselves and the rulers take counsel together against the Lord and against His anointed, saying, Let us break their bands asunder and cast away their cords from us. He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. Then shall He speak unto them in His wrath and vex them in His sore displeasure. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord hath said unto me, Thou art my son. This day have I begotten thee. Ask of me, and I shall give thee the heathen for thine inheritance, and the uttermost parts of the earth for thy possession. Thou shalt break them with a rod of iron. Thou shalt dash them in pieces like a potter's vessel. Be wise now, therefore, O ye kings. Be instructed, ye judges of the earth. Serve the Lord with fear, and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son lest he be angry, and ye perish from the way when his wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in him. Let me answer the question. Who's in charge here? The Lord's in charge here, the true king. He's referred to here as the begotten son. Does that sound vaguely familiar to you? And the son is a capital S. This is not just David being referred to here. This is the son of God. This is a prophetic psalm that reminds us that in the end, the Lord Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign. Now, like all of these psalms, I want us to see where it points in Scripture, how it points to God, and what it points out in our life. First of all, where does Psalm 2 point to in Scripture? Well, most Bible teachers believe that this particular psalm was written by David just after Nathan came and brought word to David uh, that the Lord was going to bless him and prosper his kingdom. Uh, that record is found in 1 Chronicles chapter number 17. You can read all of it for yourself, but let me just read at the end of David's prayer. This was David's response, the man after God's own heart. He says in 1 Chronicles 17, 26, And now, Lord, thou art God, and hast promised this goodness unto thy servant. Now therefore let it please thee to bless the house of thy servant, that it may be before thee forever, for thou blessest, O Lord, and it shall be blessed forever. 
You remember Psalm 1 began with an opening blessing. Well, in Psalm 2, the blessing continues. As a matter of fact, Psalm 2 ends with, Blessed are all they that put their trust in Him. David was acknowledging that if there's any blessing in life, it must come from God. That if there's any good thing that we're a part of, it must be what God is doing in this world. So may I remind you that nobody on earth, not even a king, not even some powerful ruler on earth, can stop what God is doing in this world. David understood when he wrote Psalm 2, this was not just about him. This was about the greater king. This was not just about him. This was about the only begotten son that was to come. This was not just about his throne. This was about an eternal kingdom. May I remind you it's bigger than you. It's bigger than one country. It's bigger than one issue. God is fulfilling His purpose in this world and He will be glorified in the end. So it leads us to a second thing. Psalm 2 shows us not only where it points in Scripture, but how it points to God. Now this is beautiful. Make a note of this somewhere. Psalm 2 is the first of what is referred to as a messianic psalm. So it's a psalm about Messiah. It's a psalm about the coming Savior. And in this first messianic psalm, notice how he's revealed. He is revealed as the king. Not a king. He is the king. Now, this is the same prophecy that will be found in the Revelation at the end of Scripture. He is the king of kings. He is the Lord of lords. As you walk through Psalm 2, there's so many interesting pictures of our king. He's the anointed one. That's the Son. That's what Christ means, anointed one, Messiah. He is also the God who laughs. Did you ever picture God as a God who laughs? Certainly, He's a God of justice and holiness, but He certainly does have a sense of humor. But in this particular psalm, His laughter is the laughter of scorn. God laughs at those who think they can stand against Him. Remember, another psalm is going to teach us, the fool hath said in his heart, there is no God. So when people stand up against God, the Bible says in verse 4 of Psalm 2, He that sitteth in the heavens shall laugh. The Lord shall have them in derision. We've got a world today laughing at God, laughing at Christians, laughing at the Bible, laughing at the church. I want you to know God's going to have the last laugh. He's the king. And then he's the one who in the end is going to distribute the final inheritance. You see, he's the one who's going to rule and reign, and he's the one who's going to distribute the reward to those who have been faithful. And so it brings us to a third truth in Psalm 2. Not only that it points to David in Scripture, it points to God as the Messiah and King, but what does it point out in our life? Well, let me tell you what I'm taking away from Psalm 2. It is this, rulers have to submit to God. They're either going to submit now or they're going to submit later, but I'm telling you, everybody's going to submit at some point. And if you wait till later, you've waited too long. So what must we do? We must submit to Him now. Put your trust in Him now. The bottom line of the psalm is the last phrase. The Bible says in Psalm 2 verse 12, Blessed are all they that put their trust in Him. Have you put your trust in the Lord today? Or do you know your faith is in Christ and Christ alone? Get your eyes off of everybody else. Get your eyes on the Lord and put your faith in Him. If you've never received Him as your personal Savior, call on Him right now and say, Lord Jesus, I want You to be my Savior. I want You to come into my life and rule and reign in my heart. Submit yourself to Him now. And if you are a believer, then meditate on Psalm 2 today and remind yourself that this is not the end of the story. That what you're watching on the news today and seeing all around you, this is not the end of it. Uh, the, the political mess 
and uh, the strife and contention, the mayhem that is in our society, a nation against nation, people against people. Friends, someday our Lord Jesus is coming again. He's going to put down the evil and He's going to rule and reign. We're going to rule and reign with Him. I think this is wonderful. Listen to the closing two verses. Serve the Lord with fear today. Rejoice with trembling. Kiss the Son. Do you love Him? Love the Lord Jesus. Kiss the Son, lest He be angry and you perish from the way when His wrath is kindled but a little. Blessed are all they that put their trust in Him. It may be your soul is in turmoil because the world is in turmoil. Can I challenge you today to rest in the righteous rule of the true King? Our King is on the throne. He's always been there. He's there today. And someday you're going to see Him on that throne and He's going to rule and reign on this earth. Rest in His righteous rule. Who's in charge here anyhow? The Lord is. Somebody said, what's this world coming to? It's coming to Jesus. In the end, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.